Day 80, day 93, since Joe Biden promised not to abandon Americans. Sure enough, they have done it. Uh, I noticed the Pentagon scrubbed its website of Afghan photos to protect allies who are being hunted by the Taliban. Uh, according to the Pentagon spokesperson, John uh, Kirby, maybe a little late, guys. Maybe maybe you should have gotten them out in March, April, May, June, July, when you had full control of the entire country, including Bagram Air Base. Anyway, welcome this election day, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Three big races I'm, I'm most interested in. I'll tell you what they are. Obviously, Yunkin versus McAuliffe down in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Um, I'm a little intrigued by the the recent decline in the New Jersey governor's race of their their governor Murphy. I'm not sure why he got a pass on the exact same executive order that Cuomo would put in place. By the way, Governor Wolf of Pennsylvania did the, did the same thing, and that is with the nursing home and and forcing uh, nursing homes to accept COVID positive patients, which resulted just like in New York with thousands of people dead. Um, he seems to have gotten away with that, um, gotten away with bragging about, well, you don't like our high taxes, then New Jersey's probably not for you. You know, I'm not sure what politician talks that way. Um, I, I know it's a long shot, but I'd love to see Curtis Sliwa have a great showing and and pull off the surprise of all surprises in New York City. But it is such a daunting task where... You have 9 million registered Democrats to 1 million Republicans and conservatives. So it's not exactly the odds are not exactly in Curtis's favor. Also, when you look at New Jersey and New York in particular, the people that might be open to voting out these radical extremists, they almost a lot of them have left. They packed their bags and they've taken off on a jet plane. And they've gone to Florida, the Carolinas, Tennessee, Texas. They've gotten the hell out. And I think that was the problem that we ran into in California uh, with the recall effort of Gavin Newsom. And and I always knew that question one was going to be the hardest out there. Um, I am not Pollyannish. I am realistic when it comes to political races. I'm just I just like to look at as much data as I can and and. You know, then I then you have a certain hope that maybe the moment is right and maybe people have suffered enough and maybe people see how awful this new Democratic Radical Socialist Party is. And we'll find out an awful lot tonight when the results of the Commonwealth of Virginia come in. I'm not Pollyannish. Uh, If anything, I would describe myself as cautiously optimistic. The fact that Glenn Youngkin has now in a number of polls, and we'll have our pollsters on later, Robert Cahaley from Trafalgar, Insider Advantages, uh, Matt Towery. The fact that it's a two-point race is it, it should give people hope. If you haven't voted in the Commonwealth of Virginia, I think the polls close there at 7. Is that my right on that, Linda? 9 o'clock in New Jersey, if I'm not mistaken. And, you know, it's good. But by the time we come on Hannity, we should be getting some results in this. It would be a massive political earthquake. Um, there has been flailing by Terry McAuliffe, the likes of which I think it's the last four weeks of a of a gubernatorial race I've ever seen run. As he brings in Stacey Abrams and Kamala Harris and Joe Biden and Jill Biden and Barack Obama. And even on his best day with the biggest name, 
I think the biggest crowd they had was under 2,000. And, and Joe Biden's, you know, at a 35% approval rating. Um, then you've got the lies that have been flying out. And we'll get into more detail later in the program about this with Terry McAuliffe. I mean, I, I, it's, it's shocking that he keeps doubling down on stupid. I mean, nobody thought education would be, define the election for governor of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Nobody thought that. But Terry McAuliffe single-handedly is making it happen, starting with his idiotic, I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach comment, you know, followed up in, the, in just the last few days. Uh, well, no, we, don't, we, we have too many teachers that are white now. And we need to diversify teachers to make everybody feel comfortable. And critical race theory isn't being taught in Virginia and then getting caught having endorsed it, supported it, even on his own website when he was governor back in 2015. That's not helping him. Uh, The last ad that was put out by Glenn Youngkin is hilarious because while Donald Trump says that he has a good relationship with Youngkin, wants him to win, Donald Trump didn't. You know, factor in in this race. He's letting the the people of Virginia decide. But yet you would think that Donald Trump is on the ballot in Virginia today because listen to Glenn Youngkin's late last ad. Terry McAuliffe's campaign in Virginia is all about Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Trump. Donald Trump. 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 Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. 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 Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Trump. Donald Trump. 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 Donald Trump. Trump. Donald Trump. 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 Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Trump. Donald Trump. 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 Donald Trump. He keeps invoking Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. 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 Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Trump. Donald Trump. Trump, 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 Donald Trump, 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 Donald Trump, Trump, Donald Trump. Have you made this race too much about Trump? Uh, no. Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Trump, Donald Trump, 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 Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Trump, Donald Trump, 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 Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, 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 Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, 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 um, desperate too. I mean, you've got the Lincoln Project appearing in these tiki torch, you know, I guess portraying themselves as Nazis. Uh, that didn't go out over very well. And, you know, the response from Yunkin is, you know, they work for Terry McAuliffe. Well, they're absolutely supporting McAuliffe's campaign. And the Lincoln Project said, President Trump represents so much of why I'm running. Well, the you know, you can like donald trump's policies that worked donald trump's policies on the border worked his policies worked in afghanistan he wouldn't have abandoned americans donald trump made us energy independent prior to covid we had record-breaking month after record-breaking month of low unemployment for every demographic in in the country unprecedented economic growth he kept his promises of low taxes. He kept his promises of limited bureaucracy, limited government, kept his promises about appointees to the bench. He fought and got free and fair trade deals. He fought and got NATO to pay their fair share. He kept hostile regimes like North Korea, China, and Russia in check. And and there's never been anybody that has been that, that pounded on the likes of which Donald Trump was. McAuliffe calling the the battle over critical race theory a racist dog whistle. Is that what you? That's how you want to refer to the people in your state. By the way, Politico railed at McAuliffe 
uh, for fabricating this joint campaign rally. He was actually saying Donald Trump wasn't going. and He made up just a lie featuring Glenn Youngkin and Donald Trump. I mean, it's it's pretty unbelievable. He wanted Glenn Youngkin and Donald Trump to campaign together so badly that when it didn't happen, McAuliffe simply invented a Youngkin-Trump event that didn't exist. It's a lie, they said. This is Politico. Trump wasn't in Virginia. He never campaigned with Youngkin. That's how desperate Terry McAuliffe is. But I'll tell you, this I hate Trump strategy, it's not going to it's not inspiring people to confidence, especially when people watch and look at everything that has gone wrong with Joe Biden, starting with Afghanistan. We now see hostile regimes from Russia now on the border with Ukraine, the hostility of China towards Taiwan and and other countries in the region. Uh, the saber rattling in North Korea, the envoy of Biden with Iran suggesting that it's inevitable that they're probably going to get nuclear weapons. You know, this Joe Biden falling asleep yesterday doesn't get any more humiliating than that than this guy. He's he's there at the all important climate, you know, climate. What do you call that stupid thing? Climate crisis summit. And he's there and he falls asleep. It's so important. He has to get woken up by an aide. And then when he is speaking, he's apologizing for Donald Trump's withdrawal from the Paris Climate Accord. Well, the Paris Climate Accord means we pay most of the money, even though we have the best record at reducing carbon emissions the last four years under Donald Trump's policies, while simultaneously becoming energy independent, which he's also abandoned. I don't know if it's worse that he fell asleep or apologized to world leaders why, why would you go into a deal that allows China and India to be classified as developing countries and we pay the bulk of monies when we're the country that lowered carbon emissions more than any other country? And how do you go to a climate summit and all these people, 400 plus private jets, can anyone add up the carbon footprint of those airplanes? And we're getting lectured about our caravans and heating and cooling our homes and et cetera, et cetera, and the need for windmills. And then Biden, again, after being rejected twice now, goes in for a third time, calling on OPEC and Russia to pump more oil. Now, excuse me, if you're at a climate summit and the whole idea is to protect the environment, what difference does it make if you if you get the oil from Russia or you get it from the Middle East or you get the gas from wherever when we can be getting it here at home and and making the entire economy flow better because the reason we have inflation as high as it is the reason that we have a supply chain shortage as bad it is as it is uh, the reason you're paying a buck fifty more a gallon, the reason you'll pay a thousand dollars more to heat your house this winter, the reason everything you purchase is costing more, in large part, is because of Joe Biden's clinging to this new Green Deal socialist madness and abandoning the energy independence that Donald Trump handed him. That one issue is now killing, especially impacting the poor and middle class in this country. And it is wholly, completely preventable, like Afghanistan was preventable, like the border disaster was preventable, like losing energy independence. We didn't have to lose it. The inflation factor, the Biden factor. I mean, on every single level, every problem we now have is self-induced by the, the sleepy Joe. 
Little did I know that one day Joe would fall asleep at the climate conference. How embarrassing. Now, I will tell you this. Democrats are freaking out all over Capitol Hill. Uh, political reporting that their fear of losing this race in Virginia today. Remember, this, this would be a 12-point swing. That the, Donald Trump lost Virginia by 10 points. If, in fact, these polls hold up, we'll check in with our pollsters, pollsters on this election day. That would be a 12-point swing if the polls end up being right. Anyway, Democrats fear losing this race could do irreparable damage to their already fragile agenda. What Democrat's going to want to go along with Joe's new Green Deal watching Terry McAuliffe getting beaten in, in Virginia today if that happens? I'm, again, I'm not counting my chickens before they hatch here. I am, I am Irish as you can be, cautiously optimistic, usually expecting the worst. Uh, but there certainly is a lot to be hopeful for. And if you're in Virginia, you've got till seven o'clock tonight. If you're in line at seven, you get to vote. This is a big moment. This would be the equivalent of a, of a, you know, a, a category five hurricane, politically speaking. All right, 25 to the top of the hour, Election Day edition, Sean Hannity Show. By the way, James is in Virginia. Let me go to James quick here. James, uh, I assume you voted uh, today. Did you vote yet? Yes, I did. Anecdotally, what did you see? What part of Virginia are you in? I'm right in the part of Virginia Beach, Virginia, and I went to the polling place about an hour ago. Uh, It seemed like there was a lot of Republican enthusiasm there, as well as people there to vote Republican. Uh, they had quite a few people out there handing out what I would call like a menu of the uh, Republican candidates to vote for. And I'm very proud and you, of that. And your impression was, or maybe you even spoke to people, poll workers, that turnout is relatively heavy and a lot of enthusiasm for Youngkin. Yeah, they seem like the, the, the turnout, especially for the time I went, I try to go during the off hours, you know, where it's not really crowded because I'm working. And uh, it was it was very crowded, I thought, for the time of the day. I appreciate that that update. Thanks, James. Thanks for checking in. Eight hundred nine four one. Sean. The what, so anecdotally, this race now has flipped dramatically, and late deciders, as they're called, people in the last couple of weeks, they're breaking really hard for Yunkin. But uh, you, you cannot underestimate the power of Northern Virginia uh, for the Democrats. And, and that's why, you know, as I look at these polls and the pollsters I trust, I mean, to, for Robert Cahaley and Matt Towery, uh, Trafalgar and Insider Advantage, respectively, to have this at the same number, you know, a two-point race, it's 49-47 for, for Trafalgar. It's uh, 47-45 Insider Advantage is a big deal. One of the things Democrats now are, are in a state of panic even if this was a close race that McAuliffe won, they, they know that the damage is real. And they know their already fragile agenda that wasn't working is, is, is going to impact the midterms. We're one year away from literally wiping Joe Biden's agenda off the face of the earth and ending this madness. So that's why there was this great push before the climate summit, before Joe embarrassed himself, fell asleep, needed to be woken up, uh, apologized for America, and then begged OPEC even more uh, and Russia to produce more oil. Anyway, so all of a sudden you see the progressive caucus now pushing to pass both the 1.2 
uh, trillion dollar infrastructure bill and and even the watered down one point seven five trillion dollar spending package. And meanwhile, Joe Manchin, he he just is blasting with all barrels. I'll get to that in a minute Um, because Joe Manchin has been warning the party that they're gone so hardcore left wing that it's not resonating with the American people. So nobody's going to want to be seen to be the problem. And Mark Warner was quoted in Politico as saying, clearly showing that we can make progress would be nice. Um, Senator John Tester was more blunt. We haven't gotten anything done. That says enough about their strategy, he said of progressives. But Tester also chided Manchin for his fiery press conference yesterday. I think Joe made a mistake. I don't think Joe made a mistake. I think if you listen to Joe Manchin, the party would be in a lot better position. The idea that liberals would, you know, would be to blame if McAuliffe loses to Republican Glenn Youngkin. Um, not a single Terry McAuliffe ad has talked about infrastructure uh, and the bill not passing. There was a reason why they wanted this all done and finished before Joe went on went to this climate summit to fall asleep. He needed to take a nap. Maybe they should have just, you know, set up a cot for poor Joey. Um, anyway, it is definitely there's no doubt a ref. This is a referendum on Biden. One way or the other, we'll look at the results. New Jersey's a, a much different animal, but even in New Jersey, um, Trafalgar has it a four point race. Do I think it's winnable? I think it's a way, way serious long shot. The closer it is, the more defining it will be in terms of how the how far the the Democratic Party has gone to the left. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Um, and McAuliffe, you know, lying about, I mean, he's so, so desperate to tie Yunkin to, to Trump that he just made it up. I mean, and then McAuliffe again, accusing Yunkin of trying to ban, you know, black authored books. It's an, another outright lie that was fact checked as another lie for Terry McAuliffe. I mean, in the waning days of this campaign, this was an appearance on meet the press, um, Tony Morrison's award-winning Beloved used as reading material in some schools includes graphic depictions of sex, apparently. I've never read it. Uh, violence and other things. Young coincided with the parents that shared concerns about a novel in wanting to be notified of the reading assignment before kids are exposed to it. In other words, age appropriateness of material. Nothing to do with race. Um, then McAuliffe came up with the dumbest idea. It didn't work out well Nash, trying to nationalize this election with Kamala Harris and Barack Obama, uh, who really pissed off parents with his all oh, this phony cultural issue. Uh, and that is about McAuliffe's comments about parents not being involved in their kids' schools. And I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. That didn't work out well. Stacey Abrams going didn't work out well. Then he goes ahead and he brings in the teachers' union uh, head Randy Weigarten to this thing, and I'm like, okay, can you pick an, another person that that that's not going to move the needle for you? So it's um, there's definitely a panic that is that has broken out here, but it's going to be the people of Virginia and the Commonwealth that decide all of this, and we're just going to have to wait for these results. By the time we get on the air at nine o'clock tonight on Hannity, we'll know a lot more, obviously. And but I'm expecting a pretty close race throughout the night. And and this is going to be a fun one to watch. Um, and what are the daily? Oh, Loudoun, this Loudoun County issue, you know, where this superintendent outright says he knew nothing about 
this rape allegation? How could he not know? That's the question I want answered. And then you find out, oh, the politics of, you know, the the, the trans issue and the trans uh, a student going into the girl's bathroom and a rape allegation occurs. The police were aware of it. And pending the investigation and due process and the presumption of innocence, why would they send a person to another school until the issue is resolved? They had a rape kit involved in this and everything. Why did they not bring that to the parents? Loudon official claimed he might not have seen the email informing him of a sexual assault. And it turns out the person responded to it. A lot of people involved in this that are not telling the truth. If, yeah, I didn't see the email, but I responded to the email. Well, that's a new one, you know, from my perspective. I've never heard that before. Um, anyway, so we'll watch this. New Jersey, I mean... Uh, I wish things were better in New York because New York could use a law and order guy like Curtis Slewa in, in his race, which we've been following. And it's just such an uphill battle for anybody. Now you look at, for example, Biden is using the Glasgow Climate Summit to urge Russia and Saudi Arabia to pump more oil. And Team Biden yesterday, after suffering all these self-inflicted wounds and Joe falling asleep, and, you know, then Joe begging OPEC and Russia to produce more oil. You know, that now we ha- why would we ask Russia and, and countries that hate our guts to produce more oil? And what is the difference if the oil is gotten from one part of the planet and not another part of the planet? And why not? Why not invest in American energy and keep American jobs and be a net exporter as we were under Donald Trump. You know, climate czar John Kerry insisting there's no consistency between inconsistency between the administration's aggressive climate change position and Biden's effort to persuade OPEC and Russia to open up uh, supply amid a global energy crisis. The global energy crisis was created by Joe Biden because he artificially reduced the supply. Whether you like it or not, it's still the lifeblood of the world's economy. If you do a flashback, ABC News, climate emissions under Donald Trump dropped to levels not seen in decades. This was December 2020. As President Donald Trump prepares to leave office, U.S. greenhouse gas emissions are plunging to levels not seen in decades. The U.S. is projected to generate 5.9 billion metric tons of emissions in 2020. That's down more than 9% from 2019 and about the same level as 1983, according to a Bloomberg NEF study. Well, Donald Trump, the same guy that brought us to energy independence and got us to the point where we didn't bring in a single barrel of oil from the Middle East and Saudi Arabia. Energy prices are now soaring. It's impacting disproportionately poor and middle-class Americans. The average price now in California climbing towards $5 a gallon. It's now over four sixty a gallon on average. That's now that's coming to a state near you. Now we have worsening shortages, higher prices. Everything we buy now costs more. You're paying a buck fifty more a gallon. You're paying thirty bucks more or so to fill your gas tank, and you're going to pay a thousand dollars more on average to heat your home this winter. This is not complicated. Who gets hurt the most? Those people that make $400,000 a year or more. No, the people that get hurt the most are poor and middle-class Americans. The people that Democrats always claim to have a monopoly of compassion for.
Apparently, John Kerry had to fill in as Biden was MIA at at one of the the, the summit meetings. Anyway, tried to keep the uh, program moving along when Biden didn't show up on time uh, today for an event reducing methane gas emissions. Answer for many is to eliminate cows. By the way, many might forget, and I said this on the air and I got criticized for it. You know, Democrats, I'm arguing, they think higher gas prices, energy prices are good. And how do we know? Because Obama once stated it. Listen. So could these high prices help us? I think that I would have preferred a gradual adjustment. The fact that this is such a shock to American pocketbooks is not a good thing. Oh, I would prefer a more gradual increase in gas prices. Now you got your increase. How's it feel? Doesn't feel good to me. Uh, Fox Business pointing out that this framework that Biden unveiled just before headed to Glasgow, $1.75 trillion, and this is where Joe Manchin was absolutely right. Joe Manchin is, is pointing out, excuse me, that is not what it's going to cost. It's going to cost a lot more. And Manchin is pretty ticked off about the creative accounting efforts of, of the Democratic Socialists. But Biden was napping. So, by the way, under Biden's tax plan, the top U.S. tax rate will be the highest in the entire world. FoxBusiness.com, Grover Norquist quoted in the article. You know, if you start funding universal pre-K, uh, one-year expansion of the child tax credit, modified Medicaid expansion, clean energy tax credits, everything new Green Deal socialism, it relies on a 15% corporate minimum tax, surtaxes on, on top U.S. households. Do you know those horrible, evil millionaires, the ones that invest all that money and create all those jobs? Yeah, they're going to be paying 10% more. So they already pay 40%. Now they'll pay 50%. And then if they live in a state like New York, then it's 63%. And they haven't even factored in any of the other taxes that they're going to have to pay for. But Biden is promising, don't worry, it won't cost you a penny. Zero. It'll cost zero. $3.5 trillion costs zero. It's unbelievable. Only 36% of Democrats want Biden on the 2024 ticket. I think that's pretty revealing as well. Uh, so the squad now is on defense and saying Joe Manchin, now accusing Joe Manchin of racism. Uh, Corey Bush called him, quote, anti-black for being one of two key Democratic holdouts on the bill. That has really pissed off Joe Manchin. He is accused now the progressive Democrats of holding the infrastructure bill hostage. He had his own press conference yesterday, scathing statement, adding that he would not support the broad spending bill that they favor without a thorough review of how its policies would impact the U.S. economy. And he also said he blasted the the phony math and the accounting of the bill and said, yeah, we know what they're doing. They're playing accounting games, which is what I was pointing out to you last week. And now he's being called anti-black as a result. And now as a result of all of this, the leading one of the leading squad members wants to allow the vote on the one point two trillion because I think they feel that they may not get anything by the end of the day which they may not get. By the way, Al Gore had to flee after being confronted at the climate summit 
about using 34 times the energy of an average American, and Gore refused to answer. Boris Johnson was criticized for his plans to fly home from Glasgow when he could have taken a, a railway, which takes four to six hours. Manchin is saying unequivocally he will not be pressured into any reconciliation vote. He said, holding this infrastructure bill hostage is not going to get uh, my support for the reconciliation bill. So there's an outright war now breaking out, which probably is going to get worse when the results of tonight come in. Because I'm expecting one way or the other, Glenn Youngkin is going to do really well tonight. The crowds that he has had have been enthusiastic. They have been large. Terry McAuliffe often has been having more press people than than actual citizens of Virginia show up at his events. It's going to get very interesting very fast. Wyoming Senator Barrasso is demanding the carbon footprint of Biden's trip to this climate conference. I like that, too. Jeff Bezos flies gas-guzzling private jet to Glasgow. There were 40, 401 private jets used to go to the climate summit. Nobody's capable of flying commercial, considering this is their big issue.